Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees. And you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, I'm back. We are back. The Yankees are not back. Uh, I'm back from Vermont. Claps to me, snaps to me. The boys actually had a very good episode while uh, the the one and only King was gone. That's me. Uh, I listened to the episode. It was a very good one. Um, there was no Wi-Fi concerns, which there probably would have been if I joined the episode because I was in rural Vermont and there was nary a Wi-Fi signal in sight. So um, while I was gone, the Yankees decided to not play good baseball. They are one in three since you guys recorded. And um, it seems like there's a bit of a losing skid that's on the horizon. I know we'll, we'll chat about the upcoming games in a bit, but one in three ain't good. I mean, we're, we can't win every game, um, but there are bright sides and there are definitely, definitely some spots that we want to talk about that, you know, not to become prisoner of the moment or anything like that and overreact to, to three losses. Cause we're having such a great year, but there, there are some things that I, I have qualms and oh, I have gripes. That's a we haven't used that button in a while because I gotta go find that and dig up the sound of the gripe blast alert from the past. Or but oh no, I'm going to. But I got some gripes. I got some not gripes, but more importantly, how are we doing today, gentlemen? I'm on the threshold of hell. <laughs> what do you mean you're on the threshold? I feel like you're you like you you just like look up these. These old quotes from Murphy past, and you just you try to sew them into the podcast so that it ends up on on the Instagram yeah, no, I, as a quote template. <laughs> I can assure you, I didn't look that up. No, no, no. I meant like I from Murphy's past. past. These are all Murphyisms, like ghosts of Murphy's past. Yeah, go ahead, write a book about it. Um, <laughs> okay. no, I don't know. I mean, this is. It's the I would call this the lowest point of the season right now, and part of the reason for that is not because of, not like you said, being prisoner of the moment as sir prisoner of the moment, but like <laughs> there's some stuff that's going on that we don't love. You know, Chad Green IL, Luis Heel IL, Chapman probably IL, and no, probably it's an Achilles. Let's see, like, let's see how he's available today. See how his next out. Yeah, he's available. He's available today, but there was not a shot in hell. He's pitching today. They're re- they're evaluating. He's I agree. Good. I agree with the premise of what you're saying. I think though, if he yeah. gets shelled again, he'll be put on the IL. I don't think he's gonna. I think he goes on the IL before he pitches again. Personally. I think it's. A, I think it's a phantom injury. I but think that's it, not, I, we can talk about that in a second. But like, regardless, things aren't looking great. Bats aren't looking great. The only thing <clears> that still looks good is the starting pitching, with the exception of Garrett Cole. Who, I mean, he had one bad inning, sure, 
but didn't look great today. Battled. Uh, battled, sure, but still gave up five runs. I mean, battling for an ace is not giving up five runs. Against the Orioles. Against the right. Orioles. Starting pitching, I think, is the only plus side with the exception of, obviously, Aaron Judge's bat. But we Aaron have Judge a very, is very, very tough schedule ahead of us after the Orioles, and I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, the, the offense has kind of simmered down a, Outside of Judge and and Stanton, like like you said, I mean, just uh, just looking at the cumulative stats, and I said to to everybody around June first was when I when I'm gonna start to allow myself to look at these ratio statistics, like batting average, OPS, OBP, because that's I feel like it's it's close to the point where the sample size is good enough to look at this sort of thing and actually look at it with with like with regular eyes and say it, it matters. Uh, cumulative stats have always been impressive. Like if somebody comes out of the gate and has 10 home runs or like judge has 17 fucking home runs right now, that's impressive no matter how you write it. Um, but yeah, now we're getting to the point where, you know, judge batting 325 right now is awesome. Like his, his WRC plus is 216. That's just ridiculous. And that's, those are the stats that I'm saying like now I'll start putting some weight into. And I mean, maybe we do want to open it up with some, some positives because I mean Aaron Judge is just on another level. This is fresh in our brain, so we might as well talk about it because I, we were talking about during during the game. I I think he's got a legitimate shot, and and it, whether or not he's got a shot to do it, and that's the triple crown I'm talking about. The fact that we're even fucking talking about it is is crazy. I mean nobody people don't do this. I know I know Vlad, as Damon mentioned, has was close to doing it last year. People don't do this. Miggy was the last person to do this, and the fact that we're even talking about it, albeit it's it's two months into the season, Rella, it is but it's two months into the season though. But regardless, he's 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 that good, and the home run lead is seventeen compared to what 11, 12? I mean, he's just tearing the cover off the ball. The, the WRC plus is the most exciting thing to me. He's batting fucking one hundred and sixteen percent. He's like he's double as good as the average baseball player right now. More than that. Yeah, there's that's just there's just no world where he keys like the leader in, our, in average though. There's I agree. Just, Why no not though? He's batting Why not? Because Tyler Ward's batting three seventy right now. You you're less you're more you're really like thinking that Tyler Ward is the guy that's going to stand in his way, the guy who's just doing it out of nowhere this year. All right, well look, I mean, like, who, who is more likely to stick with this batting average right now, Tyler Ward or Aaron Judge? I mean, Aaron Judge. That was a bad example. That's not a bad example. Aaron Judge is not. He's not a good. Guy uh, for batting for average, false. Yeah, he is. It's false. He's a career. Dude, he's, he's not. He, he's he not going to hit three thirty. He exactly. He's not going to hit three thirty. Let, let me put it this way, and this is the one of the probably the biggest reason Sam for Anderson? optimism. The biggest reason for optimism is because of how hitting as a whole this year is down across the entire league. If there was ever a year to do it, do I think he's actually going to do it? No, but if there was a ever ever a year that it was possible, it'd be right now when. People just aren't hitting. I mean, Tim Anderson's obviously a big threat. There's guys like uh, Ben Attendee is Ben Attendee's being just other fucking worldly right now. Uh, Mike Trout, obviously. I mean, I know. I'm just saying. I know. I know. I just want to clarify. I'm just saying, if there was a year to do it though, to back you up, this would be the year when batting as a whole is just not as good. And I'm not saying he's gonna do it. I'm just saying, like this, it's kind of wild that it's even remotely possible. you're saying, I mean, yeah, it's always been remotely possible. The problem is if we're sitting in July, mid-July, and he's <clears throat> in the top five batting average, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, I know. May, May 23rd is way too early. Just cool. 
Which is cool. It is cool. The fact that he's in the top 10 in batting average, fantastic. I Especially would, because he probably went up like, a, like what, like 60 fucking points in the last two weeks. I just don't even think it's necessarily like the average itself. It's just that he looks a level of locked in right now that we have not seen. I mean, he's. Yeah, it's true. I, I looked at a tweet today that he's off to a better start than he was in 2017. In case you're wondering, in 2017, he finished with 52 home runs and 114 RBIs, and he's doing. He's like on, he's on pace for like sixty. He's doing like now. exponentially yeah. better than he was then. Yeah. Like I that, mean, yeah, the fact that today, he's more than that now. exactly the fact that he, that was after his second home run that tweet came out. Oh. So, I mean, and that was yeah, that was a Dan Rourke one. So you can go look it up if you want to. Those but, are as, those are as live as they get. Exactly, Dan, Dan, Dan Rourke. <laughs> he know, he knows what he's <laughs> That's what I said. That wasn't that wasn't fucking like MLB nerds as Luke likes to call out Bob Nightingale. Yeah, I mean that that was Dan Rourke. So I mean, I don't know. He, the the he, point is, he the fact of the matter is, and checks it twice when it comes to Aaron Judge stats. We were saying before the season when the, when he turned down that deal that you know, barring a historic MVP or even triple crown year, he's not going to get the money he wants. And I mean, <laughs> through through a couple months, it's proven us all wrong. For he's sure. making us all look fucking stupid, including the Yankees. So you know what? Hats off to him. I hope he keeps it up because uh, I mean, we're, we need this version of him. Yeah, I got a. I got a fun stat for you. Give it to me. Aaron Judge is leading the league in barrel percent barrel percentage. Uh Carl Stan is three in that list. Can you guess who the bottom three are? I'll give you a hint. Two, Aaron Hicks. Two of them are Yankees. And barrel <laughs> percentage? Hicks? Yeah. Aaron. Isaiah Connor for Lefla? <laughs> yeah, and Aaron and Aaron Hicks. Well, okay. As as the resident Kiner Falefa, this isn't a uh, shot at Kiner Falefa. No, I think, I, I, I think it's I funny that that the top three and the bottom the Hicks, three, the there's two fine. Yankees occupying those spaces. Yeah. Kiner each, each is category. not known to do something like that. And I'm the resident Kiner Falefa, uh, I guess, defender. So, sure. Well, Aaron Hicks is Aaron bar- Hicks sucks barreling the baseball up a whopping 1.3 percent of the time. Did you see that Hicks stat? I sent it yesterday. His ISO, which is I don't remember the exact metric, but it's extra base hits per like hit Slugging or whatever. It, it has something to do with the amount of extra base hits you have. It's hitting for power essentially, but boiled down into a formula. He's one sixty nine out of one hundred and seventy active MLB players. I yeah. would love you, to know who number one seventy is. <laughs> Fucking. So you're telling me that you're telling me that popping the ball up isn't hitting for power. Well, that's assuming he puts the ball in fucking play. Um, you're telling me getting caught stealing and, and getting picked off is not going to help you win a thirty thirty a year. I fuck, dude. Him How getting picked. Did you see his swim move yesterday after he got he got picked off? He was twenty feet short of the bag. Like he literally was army crawling, and he was just. It was like major league. He's like, come on. Come on, that's how Hicks was going back into second yesterday. And he threw a fucking temper tantrum in the dugout, which I would too if I was that bad at my job. Yankees didn't get picked off all year. Got picked off twice on Sunday. Yeah, and lo and behold, it was (laughs) the the it was it was two of the three uh two of the three uh whatever stat you just gave us. Barrel percentage percentage guys. guys. Yeah. They were the ones that got picked off. Golden Boy Connor Falefa and Golden Boy (laughs) Hicks. Yeah, not a good look. Play. I don't know, man. I, I I'm not worried about the offense. The offense is just going through a little bit of a lull. Like that, that's mean, why I'm worried about it, though, because yeah, because they've been it. known over the past five. That was the one thing we said when things were rolling and everybody was excited. Was yeah, but 
they haven't been able to sustain it over 162 versus obviously you're not going to sustain that level, but hitting a lull like this where you put yesterday one run in 18 innings, very bad. Today, outside of Aaron Judge's two-run home run, and I mean, that's just this is the stuff that we were scared about when it comes down to it is sustaining it over a month, which is the month of October, the month that matters. This is it. And I'm not saying that this little skid right here is the end of the world or that this is, they could come out and win the next five or six and it wouldn't surprise me. I'm just saying this little downward tilt that they're on right now is, is that concern? This isn't news. Yeah. And, and, you know, They're not bulletproof like, no, no, no. like the previous record had. Well, I mean, every- granted, also right now, Donaldson on the COVID IL. I mean, Gallo, same thing. Uh, it's, I mean, Hicks is fucking worthless. So, I mean, just, <laughs> just every opportunity. Throw him in there. Every opportunity. I mean, <laughs> we, Hicks might as well have COVID. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I shit you not. I think if we played with eight people and just didn't have a left fielder, we'd be better because he can't catch. He can't do fucking anything other than stare at the ball and walk. And he can't even do that that great. Okay. Uh, we've, we've, we've set our piece on him. Move on. You had a point. Can, I think you were going to something else. Can, can we talk about no, how... I, I, I said my point. I just wrapped it up with that. That, that <laughs> we're, I mean, granted, yeah, we have these guys that are out right now that are supposedly supposed to be some of our bigger bats. Donaldson has actually lived up to that as of late. And so has Gallo, honestly, over his last you know, 14, 15 games. He's been pretty good. So... You know, we're missing that production in the lineup. Okay, but, I mean, yesterday, one run across 18 innings, that's inexcusable. That can't happen. Can we go ahead and talk about how, I would argue, the next month of the season pretty much completely determines how it's going to go? I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We We said that last year. And then we went baseball. You could technically, if we're talking technically, you could blow and screw the pooch this entire next month, and then you'll be probably okay. What a weird saying. The benefit of, I mean, I agree with you, Murph. It's pivotal. We are playing the Rays a ton, and I'll let you go into that in more detail in a second. But, like, if we do come out of this and we don't don't look too hot in the month of, of June, like, the sky necessarily won't be falling, and that's a benefit of having such a historic first two months of the season. So I'll pass it and to you. Yeah, that's fantastic. But I look ahead <laughs> at who we're playing. <clears throat> I'm worried. Keep in mind that we haven't had an off day in God knows how long. We had one two days ago. So what's the schedule of unintentional? Thirty-one games in the month of, of so after the Orioles, we play two: Rays, Angels, Tigers. A little bit of let up. Twins, who are a pretty tough team. Cubs and then Rays, Blue Jays, Rays, Astros, and that puts us at June twenty third. That the only thing I'm worried the about on this, I mean the that's a tough stretch. Rays, Angels, I mean get out of that. What's that? Six games. Split that. Good. Tigers need to go win that series. Twins need to win that series. Cubs need to win that series. Then Tampa, Toronto, Tampa, Houston. That is just going to be a shit show and you need to do the best you can i mean obviously that's not a fucking profound statement you need to do the best you can for 162 and into the playoffs but you know what i mean yeah i mean if we're if we're sitting at where we are right now in the division by the time we go in that stretch against the rays and blue jays astros fucking split them all and let's just call it and like i'll be happy with that yeah that's fine and no, that's that's the I, best. I, everybody I else that, that's everybody, not a foregone conclusion either though. no it's not of course not of course not. Murph, like, but the boys of of the rays are what they're talking about on their podcast like they're talking like we have to go out there like on the flip side they're playing the yankees this much 
and the the Blue Jays are getting another matchup against us. And like now they have to go out and not split. Like Damon's saying, we've afforded this luxury now that we can split and stay put. They have the pressure on them where they have to come in to obviously I'm assuming a lot of them will be at Yankee Stadium or like we'll have some Yankee Stadium. They gotta come in the Bronx and play the best team in baseball right now. And they gotta go and just like absolutely manhandle us. Like they need to really make up ground and that's that's gonna be tough considering how good our starting pitching has been, although we're we're lacking right now in the bullpen and, and on offense. That'll turn around, especially in a series against the Rays, who we notoriously do not like. I think that'll spark a little bit of the offense. And I mean, the offense hasn't been so, 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 so bad that I'm worried about that. But like they are talking about how much more of an uphill battle it is than what we're talking about now. I agree with the concern. We're playing pivotal games that will be very much a deciding factor in how the, the season plays out at the end of the day. And it is early, so this lead can diminish. But yeah. On the flip side, they're they're not looking to they're not they're not excited about it. They're not look, they're That's not licking fine. their licking their lips heading into these series. We are playing the race ten times in the next month. You're right. And that's very and important. That's half our there. half our games. Go five and five. And it's yeah, I agree. Five and five is spectacular. But the way things are looking, you can't drop games to the Orioles. With Garrett Cole on the mound. I mean and I yeah, that's where I'm concerned. I, I agree with that, but I also just kinda wanna play like Mr. Optimism over here. Um, like you take a look at the last few games, we had doubleheader against the White Sox in like, you know, I'm not going to be, I know like both teams are playing in the heat, but it was like a disgusting weekend here yeah. in, in New York. And they're playing doubleheader. You know, their entire bullpen was used. Um, they got basically got walked off. I know they couldn't get walked off, but to me, hasn't hit that dagger in the last inning that just like put us away. Like, Morale is not going to be high after after that, and then you go and just play the Orioles. Like, it's a tough kind of stretch to go through, and as like a mentally as a player, so I feel like that kind of thing is what I'm not so worried about. And it's such an easy thing to turn around because you know, I think that they've proven so far this year that the structure of a team is so much better than it was last year, and that's not going to change. You know, people should kind of get back on their horse and get back to the groove of things and. Hopefully we'll reevaluate what the injuries are and we'll we'll see like what guys we need to bring up and switch out. But um I'm not worried based on the the weekend that we just had. I will say I'll say this, and this is the only reason I guess today wasn't even that bad. I don't know. But the weekend losing that series to the White Sox didn't bother me, really. Because I mean it's gonna happen. You're going to lose series, you're going to have days like that. And like I mean, to be honest, that entire series was just weird. The entire thing like going into the doubleheader, I felt off. You know, everything happens on whatever day, Saturday with Donaldson, whatever. I'll just leave it at that. But I mean, that's the first true any sort of controversy, anything this team's dealt with this year. And you know, it it was just it was just the whole thing was off Sunday. The whole day felt off. Like to Damon's point, it's hot. You have the weird three thirty start time for a doubleheader. You you drop those two. Get okay, fine. You you get great pitching performances. Sevy looked great. Tyone looked great. There's a lot of positives to take away, you know, not to sound like a giant, like pussy loser. Like, <laughs> yeah, we lost two games. That's not exciting. But you know what? There there are positives that we're doing well enough to where you can take positives away from that. And the sky's not falling. That's all I'm getting at on a weird day on a weird series. They played 22 games in 21 days. It happens losing to the Orioles today. Not great. 
that that needs to be cleaned up. That can't happen. But the other one, I don't I don't really care. I don't put too much stock into losing the doubleheader of the White Sox. It happens, and especially I, all circumstances considered. Sorry. And I, one thing I will say too, and I, I agree, it, it can't really happen against the Orioles like that. But the, the Orioles, we're saying we're chatting about this before. The Orioles aren't really as bad as everybody gives them gives them shit for. Like they're a little bit better of a team than people are. Like they just call badly Rushman, which. One quick note on that, like that moment, if anybody who hasn't seen that, go watch the video, him just soaking it all in for the call up and the call up video. And like when he's actually got the the catcher's gear on, he takes a spin around to just take in the moment. That's really cool. But like the Orioles as a team, like they're really not terrible. They have professional hitters on their team outside of now Adley Rushman. They have, I mean, Cedric Mullins has always been there. They have, they, they, I mean, they have professional hitters there. They haven't been as historically bad. They're still not a good team. Uh, but like it's not like wow you need to be blowing this team out like by a million runs every night like some nights yeah they're still not great but I'm just saying a little bit a tiny bit more respect needs to be put on the Orioles because they're they're slowly getting a little bit better it seems they but have, they have a lot of young talent I, they just are, are they're in the worst division to, yeah <laughs> to, I know and we still should be taking <laughs> care of business against them yeah. I'm just saying like the days of them of saying like, holy shit, this team's going to lose 140 games. Like it's not quite there. They are still going to lose the majority of their games, but I'm just saying that's all well and good, but you also had Garrett Cole starting. You're right. And, and that, Garrett Cole cannot give up part. five runs to a triple a roster. That Absolutely cannot happen not. to when you call up. I mean, granted he's the best prospect in baseball and that's all well and good. But when you bring up a guy and put him in the fifth hole and he is, you're probably second or third best hitter. You should be beating that team if you have Garrett Cole on the mound. Yeah, and right. and very, I mean, if your bullpen blows it, that's different. But the, the, I mean, I know it was all in one inning. Whatever, we still still you know, had, it doesn't matter. Had it's part of the game. It's part of the fucking yeah. game. That if if we win, if we lose two out of three in that series, we shouldn't be losing the game. The Garrett Cole starts. I mean, he let up that late home run too. It wasn't, you know, that was like the go ahead home run. They exactly. Let up. They battled back and they put him back in that a game that he. You know what? He he shit the bed. That's the bottom line. And then the Yankees battle back. Judge, credit to him. You know, like we said, putting up these ungodly numbers. And then he comes out and immediately blows it the next inning. So that's that's an issue. That's a problem. I, I don't know. I mean, we, we were talking about this last episode. We were like, you know, uh, we've been talking about how Garrett Cole needs to get back into his groove and that. A win against the Orioles and then that fucky moment against the Rays, which Rella said, like that <laughs> was you. it was lining up to <laughs> it was lining up to be that, and this kind of puts a little damper on that because he did not take take care of business against a team that we should have won. But like playing the worst team in the division argue? with Garrett Cole in the mound is it should be a win. Let me let me uh, get back on the optimism train. Throw out a little scenario for you. Go for it. You could could we argue that if he rolled over the Orioles and then went into the Rays, he would have kind of already been back on track. So it wasn't as much of a fuck you start. And now he no. struggled against the Orioles. Now it's a fuck you start. I uh, yeah, I think I think I would I would be on the train of view right now, Spin Murph. Zone. I would just say like. Yeah, but why? I know, that, I, I the think, fact that I we want that out of our ace back. is not a good thing. The no, fact that we're like you know I'm what? like kind of joking, but. Yeah. No, but I think it's it'll be a nice bounce back. Like he he's gonna have a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder before, as if uh, versus just you know cruising into this start. But I'm just saying too. Like I I know we talk about we keep saying battled back. Like but he he had like 13 strikeouts. He ended up having a, a like all things considered after giving up all those runs. Like if you take inning by inning, 
the majority of his innings were fucking like great. Like he looked really good. Like so, you you remove two innings out of there. You can't do one, that. One, you remove one inning out of there. I'm just saying when you you can do that because he if you look at them in an inning by inning basis, he that's not how games he are retired. Played. Like okay, I'm just saying I'm taking silver linings out of this. Like he at early on had trouble, and then he retired like the next fucking like 10 out of the next 12, like he, he ended up doing well. So it's not like I'm, ve- I'm not overly concerned about it. That's all I'm trying to say. I mean, I'm not like pushing the panic button and saying his season's over. I'm just saying it was a bad start. Like yeah, that, that, that it, it is what it is. There's no way of sugarcoating it. He pitched like shit. Like he had overall, he did not pitch well. He had bad, you know, he, you can't lose a game to the Orioles. That's the bottom line. You can't lose a game to the Orioles with Garrett Cole on the mound giving up five runs. If it was if it was one zero, that's one thing. That's fine. He did not take care of business, and I say that not because the final stat line. It's because exactly what Damon said. You know what? He had that one inning where he couldn't figure out his command. You want to take an inning by inning, whatever. Fine. You come out the next inning, and your team gets you tied back in the game. You're an ace. You come out there and you shut the fucking door down and you keep the momentum on your side. That is your job as the ace. If you don't have your best stuff, which you can argue he did have good stuff. He just wasn't locating it in a couple of spots. But you know what? That's your job as an ace is to come down and when you shit the bed and your team battles back for you, you slam the door down and you keep the momentum riding. He didn't do that. And that's a problem. I mean, not going forward to where this is like some huge issue, but that was a problem tonight. That There's no... He should not be a guy that we're looking for silver linings for. He's a $324 million ace. I don't want to be looking for a silver lining after a start against the fucking Orioles. That should be a Garrett Cole took care of business. The Yankees win. Let's go and fucking take care of business, and then we'll go take care of the Rays. That's how that should go. Every single time. Every time Garrett Cole's on the mound against the Orioles, the White Sox, not the White Sox, excuse me, the Tigers, the A's, the Rangers, teams like that, that should be our conversation. Cole looked pretty good, got the job done, we move forward. That's it. You have to have, if you're Garrett Cole and you have your ace on the mound and you have four runs, that should be enough to win the ballgame. Yes, that's Barring a bullpen implosion. To the orbs. You know, you have to expect a quality start. I mean, that's a lot to expect out of a pitcher, I guess, on a day-to-day basis. But when you have your ace on the mound, you should be expecting a quality start. I'm saying to a bottom feeder. If he gives up four runs, if if he gives up that same stat line, I mean, maybe not four or five, but either way, if he goes into the eighth inning, strikes out 11, doesn't walk anyone, it's against the Rays, and he leaves down a run, like, and he keeps them in the game, and he gives you that depth, that's not a horrible start like i'm not saying this is just you know the end of the world but it you got to look at the opponent too man like i know that they're professional hitters at the end of the day but it's it's the worst team in the division they've been the worst team in baseball for five years now like you gotta take care of your you have to take care of business there that's why i'm so frustrated at this loss and not the white Sox, because the white Sox are a good team they've, they've got pieces to game. do that. so I don't know. Again, and, and it, this is just honestly, we're rambling on because there's not really a ton to talk about. You know, it's been a pretty. There like, will be. There will be, but I mean, over the last few days, there's not a ton going on on the Yankees. You know, they've played meh baseball. It's been underwhelming Quito. performances. Yeah, exactly. right. it's, it's underwhelming. It's, 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 it's yeah. whatever. But 
I'm a know. little concerned that Johnny Cueto threw six scoreless against. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah. That I was not expecting. Is Johnny Cueto like? No. Nestor Cortez's no, idol. No. Did you see that no. Johnny Cueto bought what do you mean, an ambulance? No. He bought an ambulance and took everything out and put in yeah, like funny. a shit ton of speakers. Yeah, oh, I saw that. Did you? It is I funny. I did not shit. see that. Well, I mean, just man. He literally like cleared out the entire back where all the benches are and loaded the doors and everything with like 560 <laughs> speakers. And what did he do with that? He's, he drives it. I'm games. pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty he sure does. the actual count. Was wasn't it forty seven? Isn't isn't that also his number? or Am I making that up? I I don't know. It, it could be. It, that seems but that's right. like that's funny because they're like wood paneled speakers and shit. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's like one of those converted school buses now, like that sort of situation. Yeah, let me see just, if I can find the picture. You, you build a home on. Yeah, it's just the back doors open up and there's just massive speakers. <laughs> it looks like a fucking cartoon. Yeah, here oh we go. Oh my god, it's very funny. Oh, it's twenty two speakers. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Nine on each door and a more. stack of four in the middle. That's a, no. If you see the picture, it's still a lot. Of I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> For those who haven't seen it, go Google Johnny Cueto ambulance speaker. I guarantee it comes <laughs> up. And uh, yeah, you can just go get a look at that because that's ridiculous. Um, Wait, it's way more than that. Why does it say 26? It's we interrupt like this program to keep the lights on. This podcast. This episode is presented by Chalkboard. Go download the Chalkboard app. Uh, it's a fantastic group chat. We're building the world's biggest Yankees group chat in there. Uh, go in the podcast description. Go click that link. Link in our bio anywhere. Uh, join the Chalkboard group. You kids, uh, it's a lot of fun. We're having some fun in there. Uh, Chandler's in it. Damon's in it. Murph's in it. I'm in it. Derek all, Jeter's all, gift basket we're, is in We're it. all talking during games, using it as a game day group chat. But you could also sync bets from your favorite betting app. Caesars, DraftKings, all that. Um and yeah, sync your bets, share bets with your friends, and uh, yeah, a lot of people in there. So join it. Got it's around three hundred and eighty in there now, trying to make it uh, hit ten thousand. So <laughs> when we get there, that's uh, to win for everybody. So a pizza party or something. While you were reading that ad, I counted fifty four speakers. There's fifty. <laughs> Murph, the tweet literally says from Jeff Passani has fifty four speakers in there. Okay, well I did not look at the tweet. I looked it up. <laughs> I mean, and counted the so article I read. That's a guy like plus plus twenty more, plus fifteen more. And I just was like, I'm not doing math. I'm going to count some <laughs> simpleton. So one thing we haven't talked about yet that I wanted to address was uh, Jonathan Loazigo. We've been talking about it a bit. We've been talking about uh, Chapman a bit, but Loazigo has kind of not really had a great year. We've talked about him before, but then he has starts where outings where he looks really sharp. Like he had one game against the white Sox, and then he kind of implodes the next. So it's like, I just want to kind of get a temperature check on our level of concern with Jonathan Luazga to this point. Cause now, now we're, we're pretty far into the season. You, you know, can know it not even close to make the excuse that, you know, you're not stretched out for a shortened spring training. That that's very far gone now. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's just he's not confident out there on the mound, which is concerning for me. Is. We've talked about that before. He is confident. Yeah, I look at the look, look like at look at his baseball savant numbers. He's literally getting blooped to death. The dude's got in 98th percentile of average exit below, which means they're not hitting it hard. He's just getting. A, a little bit unlucky. He's literally just getting blooped to death. The other day, there was he had a bunt double against him, against the shift. I mean, he had like a walk, a bunt double, 
And then, you know, he's get, he's the victim of bad luck coupled with bad timed home runs. And I don't, I mean, it's not a sustainable way to, you know. But when does bad luck just become being bad? I mean, that's not, that's just. Not yet. It doesn't become being bad when it's, if they start hitting him and they're squaring him up, then that's being bad. If you're hitting, if you're having bunt doubles, that's not your yeah, fault. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is like. But that's been a recurring theme. Look, I mean, based on the numbers, that's a recurring theme is that it's, it's. People are not hitting the ball hard. They're just uh, yeah. getting lucky. You can't really just look at those sabermetrics. I mean, I'm looking at his FIP right now and his ERA plus. Like those are both metrics that take into consideration getting lucky and not getting lucky. It's just your actual pitching, and he's got an, a 5.08 FIP and a 53 ERA plus. Like it's just he's, his whip ERA is re- plus doesn't really factor out the unlucky part though. Okay, but FIP does, and FIP is fielding independent pitching. It's just he walks a lot of people. Yeah, he his his whip is one point five six. That's fucking terrible. And those are, I mean, I don't know. That's fucking terrible. I his, think it's, his walks per nine are five point four. There you go. There's and, the if if he trims yeah. the walks down, he's fine. That's that is bad. That's really bad for walks. But I mean, like we we've they, talked they about this the, before. That's when the bloops. That's when the bloops turn into runs. Exactly. But, but, but yeah, but I was trying they, to say before is like like even though they're not barreling it up, these with the combination of the walks and these bloops like. These bloops could just be missed spots that the guys are swinging at and they're putting the ball in play. Like, yeah, it could just be a missed spot. And he's, that's what he's doing consistently. And that's why he's walking in line. Everybody get these like lucky, quote unquote, hits. He's just missing your spot. and They're taking advantage of it. It doesn't need to be barreled up to be a good yeah. a bat. But if you're missing your spots to a major league hitter enough to where it'll make a difference, then they're going to be squaring it up. Well, that's, that's not that, always that's, true, though. That's, but that's, yeah, I agree a little bit to an extent, but that is... Yeah, if you hang a curveball, yeah, but like... That is the fact that he has such high spin rate and high live fastballs. Like, that his makes pitches him are good. not blow... Like, but he's he's not... What's the what's the thing we were talking about before? The difference between accuracy and... Uh, control and command. command. Control. He, he does not have command. No. That, that's just a fact. No. Yeah. Or control for that matter. I'm telling you, if he can if he can get his walk rate down and he can locate even a little better, I'm not asking for perfection. Like I really, really and truly I still trust him. When he's out there, there's not a single part of me that thinks he's gonna blow like I don't know. I that's not I'm getting close to that point it's where not I'm, like, I'm not, I don't trust him right now. I'm I do not feel I good do. when he's out there. I do. How you can feel you good not? when he walk because he has a, he's not. not he's not doing well. He th- dude throws a hundred mile an hour sinker with 20 inches of break. Yeah, and he walked yeah, every other guy. Yeah, he can't throw for a strike, though, so what's the point? That was the concern. That's always been the concern. That's why, how could you not? It's because... But even when it, he was be, bad. Because in 2019, that's what I was going to refer back to. Like, that was why we didn't like him. Like, we... He won us over completely in years after that and last year and the year before that. But in 2019, I... We... This is before the podcast. I know I, I was watching games with Murphy and Damon and members past of the podcast and we were just we were just watching him and the, like I, I always mentioned that one memory etched in my brain is Loisga walking the bases loaded and walking in a run against the Astros and it's just because that's what he did and that's what he's doing now which is why I'm more concerned about him because he's doing things that we hated in the past and we always knew he had electric stuff and that's never gonna change and that's why I'm more so I'm, I'm having stock in this lack of command and that's why i'm concerned because he 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 always has had a live fastball and i've hated him in that moment because he had no command like it's yeah. there's no you can't have that's the one thing 
if you keep like that's the least random thing in the world. You're shooting yourself in the foot before you even give give the hitter a chance to even retaliate and hit the ball off you because you're just you're not giving yourself a chance. You're just putting somebody giving them free passes. So I don't know. It's just like it's impossible to be confident in a person that just gives free passes more than probably anybody in the league right now. No, I don't. I mean, I again, I, I just it may, rational or not. It's not like like Chapman. When he comes in and he's missing his spots, we talked about this on the last episode, so I'm kind of beating a dead horse. But when Chapman misses a spot, he misses it by 30 inches. Loisega isn't missing by much. Like That's why I still have confidence in him because he's hitting. He's missing by an inch or two here or there, and I feel like that's just a slight adjustment. And when you have Matt Blake, who has clearly just been – probably the best thing this that's happened to this organization since Aaron judge got called up. Matt Blake has just been incredible. He is a complete 180 breath of fresh air change to this team. When you have that guy in your back pocket and you're not off by much, because that's what, that's the thing with the wise look at his stats, do what you want. But the eye test, as you like to say, tells you he's not off by much. It's, it's not Chapman who's spiking it 10 feet in front of the plate. It's not these, just egregious wild pitches. He's he's getting into three two counts and he's missing by a couple inches. And you know what? That hope you're right. I mean, Chandler, I, this I'm is currently what's happening. It's not like I've, I I don't I know if he's right. going to fix I'm it, but I think he can. I think I think he can't. That's why I'm. T- that, I guess that's just why I'm confident in him still. Like when he's out there, it's just a feel thing. And when I see Chapman, maybe the numbers are better, but I see Chapman and I'm not like, this is a guy that's going to lock it down because of his egregious misses. Whenever Loisga is in the game, I feel confident because I know if he can get it close to the strike zone, he's got the good enough stuff and the wherewithal, the wherewithal. That's it. <laughs> just leave it at that. I don't know, man. I just, I don't think he's off by much. I um, agree with you. I'm not too concerned about him. I think his advanced metrics that we already talked about are there. And out of the pitchers in the bullpen that aren't performing to what we've expected, obviously Chapman and Green are somewhat hurt, but those are who I'm alluding to. I mean, Ch- Green's, Green's a little Green more, than more than someone. Than someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Well, I'm saying even before Chad Green came up as hurt and even before <laughs> Chapman came up as a little bit hurt, I was the least worried about Lewis again. Yeah. So we That's we did we did talk a lot about Chapman before, but I would like to re readdress this, and we can keep it brief. But I want he has since continued to be horrible. In five of the last six outings, he has given up a run, at least a run. And the last outing, he gave up two. Um, I, I'd like to call a another vote to <laughs> in the conclave to bring him back to the sun because he is the first person to get sent to the sun. He is just. And here's here's the thing with him, and I'm I'm starting to think this. I mean, this is just not, this isn't a fluke. Like we're talking about with with Loisiga, he's got the stuff. He can turn it around if he can keep the control. Chapman now is at a point in his career. He's he's getting older. He's at a point in his career where he's no longer that dominant. Chapman. He's not using the splitter as much as he, he's, he probably should and become a more he of a can't. finesse guy. He's we're, behind. We're, in every yes, count. exactly. And like he, he's shooting himself in the foot again. I look at his whip numbers. He's one point six something, just like Luazga. When he, when I think of the person who I think can can turn this ship around, I'm way more confident in Luazga to do that. And I'm just saying, like I think 
I haven't even looked at the sabermetrics today, but I know what they're going to tell me is he's getting barreled up. Like I, I know people are the eye tests. Like I always say is telling me that Chapman is getting hit. He's no longer that dominant Chapman guy and pair that with being really, really, really not accurate. Like you're just a bad pitcher at that point. You, you can literally you, can, you yeah. get hit when it's in the zone and you can't reach the zone ever. That's just not a good combination, especially for a closer. And you're seeing it right now. And we saw we said it before earlier on in the season when he wasn't necessarily giving up runs, but he was looking terrible when he was doing it. Now he's giving up runs and looking terrible. And like he's already losing the like the closer spot's gone up in my mind. Like Clay Holmes has taken the most high leverage spots and it's just like as he should, and other people should. Mike King should be getting these spots. And we talk about who you are confident in seeing when they come out in the bullpen. You can't tell me with a straight face that you want with with a fully rested bullpen, or even not a fully rested bullpen, like Chad or not Chad Clay Holmes on a day's rest or no day's rest. I'd rather him out there and Mike King out there ten times out of ten than Chapman. And there's just there's no reason that anybody can disagree with me. Chapman borderline sucks. And I would say sucks. I don't like Chapman. You can sit on his slider because it's the only one he can throw for a strike. Yeah, isn't that a problem if you're you're a fastball pitcher, or at least you were? He doesn't still, even throw still, hard anymore. He still can get up there sometimes, but he doesn't sit at 100 like some people may think when they think he of the name at Chapman. Now, like he sits at 95 now. He will touch there once in a while just to show that he still kind of has it, but it's never a strike. And he, the, you, you see with him, his go-to pitches when he's in a bind, when he's behind in the count, is a slider, which is bad. You can't do that. And he's always and behind the count. It's just, it's just, a, I, I'm, I, are we going to talk about the Achilles? I, I think it's a phantom injury. I really do. I, and I, I, you can I, tell I, me, you, I, I know what you're saying and I probably am wrong, but like, it's a little too convenient that he has a, he has an Achilles injury. <laughs> when how he, is when, it convenient? How, how does that not? It's, just, it's a convenient excuse is what I'm saying. It's like so, he gives up five. Is it a convenient excuse or is it a legitimate reason? I'm sure he's not going to make it. Has he had excuse. it for two years? No, they said that it, they said for weeks he's been getting treatment on it. I don't know, man. And he's, he, I mean, the MRI came up negative, but like, it, it, I'm probably reaching on it. I'm probably whether, reaching on it. Whether it's a whether it's like a serious end the season injury or not, if your Achilles heel is bothering you as as a pitcher, it's going to affect you in some sense. And well, no, that's... I don't know how much that is, but I don't think it's a get out of jail free card. I think it's a legitimate reason that he's not as effective as he has. been. That's fair, but like also that see that would be fair if this was coming into like I don't know 2018 or something. This is he's shown cracks over the last few years and he's like he's had a slow decline. He hasn't just fallen off. Like last year he had the like month and a half span where he just died. Best pitcher in baseball. It was terrible. But then the rest of the year he was really good. He had that stretch where he was the best pitcher in baseball. But he was pretty good most of the year outside of that one stretch. He was good the year before. But, you know, we're, we see little cracks every year, and they're getting more and more and more. And then, I mean, chronologically speaking, it makes sense that this is the year that he kind of loses it. So, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know anything going on with his Achilles. Like I said, chronologically speaking, if you map it out, it makes sense that he's not effective this year anymore because we've seen those cracks and they've been developing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And now here we are. He's aging. He's what? 34 now. 34 for a power pitcher. Yeah. 
Probably not great. I'm looking at his baseball savant right now, too. They are Murphy, they are all blue. blue. They're all blue. blue. I don't care about like Murph, 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 Murph. Like it's not like like I feel like there's nothing new though with Chapman. I agree with that. It's nothing new, so that's why you know I'm I'm gonna go with what the the facts are right now, and the facts are that he might be hurt, but nothing confirmed yet. So right now he just sucks. And (laughs) until (laughs) until Murph thought for a second that you were you were defending Chapman there, I did not think that. Okay. And until I hear something about an injury, I'll I'll you know I'll take it back. Hear some? They're putting him on the IL. Like no putting him or is he? Nobody said that. Is he, he in the IL yet? IL. Okay, he's not on the IL yet. So no. IL yet. So now he just sucks. I, I can almost guarantee you that he will be on he's the IL. Water bet. Water bet. He'll yeah, be on the go. IL before he pitches in a in a baseball game. Do you see what I'm saying though, Murph? It's not it's even if he is injured, he's been starting to leak a little bit. He just bits. got less lucky. Like at the beginning he's, of the season, he he was just. But he I'm not had even these like just this year. He had these saves and these these uh you know Mike got out King of these, bails yeah, him out. Mike if Mike Hill King bails doesn't him exist, then he has a fucking I, ten ERA right now. And now I'm not, he, I'm not trying now to these unlucky things just happen to come through. I'm not trying to sit here and tell you that he's good. I'm sitting here and when I saw that Chapman has a heel injury comes across, I'm not thinking, oh, here we go. This is a phantom injury to try to explain why he's been terrible at baseball. I'm thinking, oh. This makes sense. Like he has okay. Been it for that's home. more me being pissed off that he sucks ass, and I'm just I'm throwing but it. That's out what there. you're saying. You're saying he's terrible, and he's pretending. And you said I don't actually <laughs> mean the injury part. I don't actually mean the injury part. I mean the part that he sucks. That's it. He sucks because he's hurt. Oh okay. no! If you oh, pitch on no. one heel, me. dude. If you are a power pitcher like we're talking about, and you're supposed to rely on the sl- splitter after you get up 0-2 or one two. And you have an Achilles injury. How are yeah, you? Yes, so but Murph, it's not. It's 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 been the same thing for a year for the last two years. Like it's not like all of a sudden he like now is not locating the ball correctly and like can't get out of jams. Like it's just it's been it's been a consistent thing for a while. For, for not really. Last year we were talking for a stretch about him being the best reliever in baseball with that this slider that, that he That was developed. the first month of the season. That we was, also were having a conversation last year that he was, was year the ago. worst reliever. Yeah, that in was baseball. a year ago. I fine. I'm. That's what I'm we saying. Can have, that, we can, he's the I'm fact not, that he. Is I think hurt. I'm nice middle ground right here. I don't think that. I don't think the injury. If if he's hurt, fine. That probably plays a role into it, but. I, I did any of us really expect coming in this year for him to be a lights out like top closer? No, no I didn't. We were talking about who was going to take his job. And we were arguing over whether it was going to be Clay that's Holmes all, or Jonathan the Wise again. That's but all. That I'm, doesn't, that's all that I'm doesn't, saying. That's all I'm saying and, is that it makes sense that this is if he's not hurt, it makes sense that this is the year that it kind of all comes crumbling down. Like because he's built this entire career off not being able to locate but having overpowering stuff. The stuff has started to fade year after year at least a little bit and now he's getting older it makes sense that's all i'm saying if he and if he is hurt and that makes the if that makes the situation if if he's hurt that makes the situation speed up and that accelerates it then fine then you know what he is hurt and that definitely plays a role if he has a true achilles injury and you can't push off or you can't land whatever the case may be totally makes sense but I think coming into the year, nobody was expecting him to be just, you know, God's gift to earth. He I He's shown either. cracks. 
But when I see him not locating and not looking good, and the fact that he's in a sun conversation right now, well, clearly that's I not mean, happening. Like, no, I'm not voting for him to go to the sun. <laughs> I think you're being stubborn. Yeah. You might be right. Wait, can and we, do can we I take a preliminary he's vote? Be the closer here? within, the, I think some, I think Clay Holmes is going to be the closer Next even week. when he comes back healthy. Yeah, Fine. I think he's, I agree he's already that. the closer. But I don't think that Chapman to the sun is a thing now that this injury is being talked about for weeks Phantom. with his with his Achilles An Achilles injury as a pitcher is a huge deal even if it's not a torn Achilles like, do you agree though that, that, that this is what I'm saying this is the bottom line is that he has not been him himself the dominant crazy lights yes. out 105 Chapman for a while and it makes sense at least to a degree that he's not this dominant pitcher anymore. I think we just need to get yes, that yeah. through our head that he's not a closer anymore. I hope, I hope they ask I agree him. With that. That's fine. I hope they ask him like, "Hey, uh, Chapman, how's how's your injury doing?" And he answers with the with the wrong injury. Like he said, he, he, like, "Yeah, forget. my shoulder feels great." Yeah, forget what it was supposed <laughs> yeah. to. What, it, what they were telling him was supposed to be is like, "Yeah, yeah, my wrist is really feeling. What's it, the we're, we're healing nice. And then, we're, and then it's we're, we're on we're on pace fired. with yeah. Well, no. But <laughs> all, all I'll say is that. If you think Lawaiza walked a lot of people, Chapman's walked more this year. <laughs> no, I, and I know that, but I. But here's the thing: is who that can we water? Can we do a water, water bet, Murph? Can we do who walks but, more yeah. people by the end of the year? Oh, well, I mean, that's no, because Chapman's I think is going to be out for a decently significant amount of time. Okay, well, to, to the people that the don't think he's going on the IL, to the rest of us I, that don't think he's going on the IL, who do you think walks more people by the end of the year? Chapman. They're tied right now. They're tied right That's now. That's awesome. I, uh, I Ch- Chapman has more Chapman. walks per nine, but they're tied right now with total walks. I think Chapman walks more people than the Lysica, but I think that part of the reason for even with missing two months is this. What <laughs> 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 you just teed that one up? <laughs> you done? <laughs> 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 All I'm saying is that this injury explains a lot about <laughs> this no, alleged injury. Phantom injury. Nothing's right. confirmed yeah, yet. Right. I can't wait for it to say Chapman on this ten day. <laughs> I just, month. I just, they do that though. Clip like, that, they, Murph. That, that clip that, Murph. Whatever. Won't even like for the news breaks. Then clip this. I just like, I don't even care if he does go on the aisle. You're acting like him walking people is a new thing. I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it explains a little bit about why no, this doesn't. year has been so bad when he says that he's been dealing with an Achilles thing for weeks. It makes I, a little bit of sense. And he's been way worse out. in the last couple of weeks than he was at the very beginning of the season. Not that he was, he was bad in the beginning of the season. He didn't give, he didn't give up a run for like... Murphy, do we need to go through it again? Mike King exists. He didn't give up a run, technically. Oh, my God. He had bases loaded, and Mike King got out of a no I know. Out. I watched I was that there. game. I was literally behind home plate <laughs> right. for that. Congratulations. Me, too. I saw Congratulations. it. I could have hit Chapman tickets, in that dude. spot. No, you couldn't have because he didn't throw it within 30 You're feet. Right. Of the I couldn't, be able couldn't to hit switch. Chapman if he rolled it. Yeah, because I'd have to step across the plate I to fucking swing. I watched you play slow-pitch softball. You swing out of your ass, and you foul off everything. Yeah. <laughs> if by a foul ball, you make goes over the fucking fence into the street and breaks a car window, then yeah. You and I both know I'm the best softball player okay. you've ever seen. Yeah, that's where this this conversation's derailed too. So Chapman is that's the biggest Chapman's injury right let's there. Let's take a vote. Chapman to the sun. We'll, we'll end with Murph. Damon, what's the vote? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes just because I know. But what, what, what would you have no. vote regardless of Murph? 
If this is picture the sun vote as like a um what what are those what are those things that they have you test out a new product and like you're in a blind study? A focus group. A focus study. group. You're focus in a focus group? group, blind study, whatever the fuck it is. They come up to you and you know nothing of all this conversation. I ask you, Araldus Chapman, son or not? It's like you know, it's like placing a vote to kick somebody off the island in Survivor. That, that's how I, that's if that doesn't make it to a clip of of somebody getting sent to the sun at some point, then I, we've failed as a podcast. Statistically, he should be in the sun. Is there a butt coming? There is a butt coming. Why? Because as a person, well, no, because he shouldn't be. I feel like we we uh, maybe put him on the sun a little too early in the beginning of the season, and I think that he. he you know, you don't you don't want to go back and forth too much. You don't want to abuse the power of the sun. It ruins the. the it nature. ruins it. And I think if we keep bringing guys in and bringing by guys out. Holy it's like sucks. I know, but what if he's injured? Then we all look like the assholes, is, and then he's stuck on the sun forever, and then we can't get him back because he never plays again. The then I feel then I'd feel like shit. That you're you're you suck. Get out of my face forever. I'm gonna God, give him. You're in timeout. I'm gonna give him a week, and if this alleged. Achilles heel injury isn't settled by then. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I'll put him on the sun and I'll nominate him for the sun. But right now, I'm I'm not voting for it. I wouldn't vote for him to be on it either. Just for the record, I think that you know I, I want to see. Really? No, I wouldn't. That was a no from you. No from me. No from me. I want to see how the injury plays out. If it's an injury, like like I said, I don't. I've tempered my expectations for Chapman. I don't expect him to be a lights out closer anymore. That's a, I, I just don't think that he has that anymore. That's just the sad reality of it. And I think that that'll be reflected with who they go to, you know, in high lever spots coming down the stretch and into the playoffs, you know, God willing. Um, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see how the injury plays out. We'll see how it goes. But even then, like, I, I don't. I don't know. It, it just doesn't. Doesn't feel right. Doesn't I'm, I'm going right. to vote yes because fuck him. I know. Okay, I mean, no, you've had know, you've had a personal vendetta. I know it doesn't matter. Here. But um, can I? While I have the the floor I, I before I pass it, before I pass it to Murph, while I have the floor, you fucking jerk. Um, can I make a prediction to who will the next person be to be sent to the sun? I think it's going to be Miguel Castro. That's I, an interesting one. I don't think. I think, he's I think get he has off. he has the pedigree of a person or lack thereof, I should say, that is the type of stereotypical person who gets sent to the sun. He's a, a nobody, basically, that we picked up off the scrap heap. He's pitching pretty well now, ish. Uh, but the sabermetrics are very blue. They're very bad. He's getting barreled up. All that. I think. I think over, over the time of the rest of the season, he's going to get exposed, and he's going to need to be in a little bit higher leverage spots with Chad Green heel and uh, other people going down. It's just like, I feel like he's just going to get really exposed and he's going to be sent to the sun within, and I'll set a deadline for it. Um, August 1st, he's on the sun. I At believe the, that over the under. next perpetrator of the sun will be a left-handed <laughs> reliever. I don't know what it'll be. It could be Wandy. It could be Licky, Licky. It could be Chapman. You guys need to fucking know. chill out with Wandy hate. I, I was to not chill out with Licky hate. when I said that. Licky but, I mean, sucks. He's got an eight ERA. I mean, that's just. I mean, Licky's not good. That's 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 you're, a fact. You're not gonna. You're not gonna hear me defending Licky. I promise you I that. Know. I'm just saying. I, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I will say. My I, guess well, is I, gonna be Marwin Gonzalez. 
you're mm. out of your mind. You're yeah, right. Am I? Yeah, you're out of your mind. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's part crushing of it, right Part now. of it is how you're doing until, uh, compared to your expectations. And also the, the heart, heart, heart factor. He's got so much heart. He plays every position. Okay. Yes, coach. Um, I'll play third so today. In reference, <laughs> I, mean, I would do that too if the Yankees gave me three million dollars. Like, yeah, in reference to our vote for Chapman, I did a lot of defending on him today, but I will say it was pretty like my genuine vote was pretty close. I just think that to send him to the Sun. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it was. I, I think it's fair that he was on the block for it. I think okay, it's good. good. That, send him all there. right. Everybody's acting like I have this 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 random well, vendetta. I, well, I thought that <laughs> I thought that, I thought you three were just gonna like press your fingers on the button and then you need. And to you, I thought I was defender. very very level headed about the entire thing. You were just no. Unfair. I would agree. I would agree. I'm saying going into the conversation to begin with, like before we started talking, I knew Rella was ready to like throw him on the first rocket out. I mean, I'm the song, one who brought but, the conversation up. So yeah, but you're clearly. also you're you're also. I don't think you've ever voted no on sending something to the sun. You're <laughs> yeah, like very, not true. you're very wishy washy, and yeah, I believe I the word you're looking for is the... trigger happy, and I don't like people. Yeah, you can't abuse it. You can't. You can't. You gotta like. You, you gotta treat it like you know. It's a rocket ship that goes up once in a while. It's not like Elon Musk's like new like creation just, that like goes up what, and down all the time. You gotta treat it like yeah, the death com- penalty. Coming down yeah. from the sun. I'll, also, I will put out there that the first time you sent Chapman to the sun, I was not voting. And he probably wouldn't have gone up there if I was voting. I was pressured but, into my yes. No, you yeah, were not. Get out of here. You're fucking 25 years old. Get off your high horse. <laughs> I'm not 25 it, it, years old. It should be it's, a complete you're about to be. comeback story to get off the sun. Like, if you're on the sun... You, you're There's only come. one comeback get, story, get really. The real comeback story is Wandy. Then Sessa. Yes. And Sessa did. Sessa too. never got off. Yes, he did. He was traded. No, he got off there. right before. Check the tape. I, I, I believe you. I don't yeah, need to check the tape. I, remember. I don't recall him being on the sun. He, he was. Pretty well before we Ask Julio. He was not doing Julio will let you know. Your I love for we Sessa is hilarious. And it's unconditional. He's really bad this it's year like, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up his baseball savant. I mean, it's just not surprising. I, I know he's not doing well. I literally bet on okay. the Dodgers when I saw Sessa was opening. I bet every single Dodgers first inning prop I could get, and every one of them hit against Sessa. Yeah. <laughs> did Wait, did he open? Him? Yeah, he opened, and I bet first run or first inning like over and runs, over and hits. Is he their like, opener? Dodgers winning the first inning, everything, and I, I mean, clean sweep. Hey Murph, pick a color, any color. I'll give you a color, color blue, and that <laughs> blue. I, that, that's, blue or what? No, it's blue. It's Sessa's <laughs> baseball savant. <laughs> oh my god, he sucks. Uh, why do you love him so much, Murph? He's a locker room guy. That's why. Locker, locker room, room guy. guy. Was he? Yeah. Yep. Allegedly, I don't. I've never seen him give like a big pump up speech before. I was I was there for one, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scranton, <laughs> <In Scranton. laughs> Oh my god! All right, I think that's it. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? No, sir. No. This is a very good episode, I'd gentlemen. Prefer <laughs> that we. Uh, this is fun. Murph it, was animated today. I like it. Yeah, I prefer we don't lose to the Orioles a couple more times. Yeah, that'd be nice. That's about all I got. All right. Uh, as always, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys uh, spending part of your your Tuesday or Monday or Wednesday, whatever you're listening to this. Appreciate you spending time with us. And uh, yeah, 
If you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we'd greatly appreciate it. Go subscribe to the Bronx Pinstripes YouTube. That's where you catch these episodes live the night before. Go download the Chalkboard app. Link is in the bio. Link is in the podcast description. Join our group chat. We're trying to make the biggest Yankees group chat on the planet. Uh, road to 10,000 starts now. We're only 9,630 <laughs> um, <laughs> away from there. Um, yeah. So uh, whoever is the 10,000th member will get a, a prize. <laughs> and that prize will be being in a Yankees group chat. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. I'm coming around to see